Which Bulldogs are banged up? Let's get the story now with the injury report presented by Celsius Essential Energy. Live fit. All right, back here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. Dave and Dax along with you. And uh, we will hit the injury report in just a moment. But as promised, we need to jump back to the phones. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Our man Carl in Dawson. And Carl, uh, I feel, uh, Dax, I feel kind of special tonight. It's your 38th anniversary, you and your bride, Lisa, and you're calling us to talk to us. Thank you very much, Carl. We appreciate that. What's up, Carl? Hey, guys. I got some music in my ear there. Let's see. Hang on one second. It's gone. It's gone. Okay, good, good. Sorry about that. Now, could you hear what I just said a moment ago? Oh, yeah, about my anniversary? Yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> uh, that's a mouthful right there because it is congratulations to me. <laughs> anyway, I told my wife I would behave today, but tomorrow she might want to go see her mama because all bets are off. <laughs> I hear you, man. I, I so like if she had to go see her mom, where would that be? That's about six blocks from here. Oh, <laughs> okay, not too far. Good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I feel I feel like a Brad on Christmas Eve tonight. I can't wait till tomorrow. Well, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that uh, somebody, one of our linebackers or somebody, let Jalen Milrow know that we don't care for running quarterbacks at all, and I hope we do it early. And they keep talking about the linebackers for Alabama is fast. I didn't know it, but uh, Carson Beck gets rid of the ball in like two point three seconds. Mm-hmm. So they need to they need to be really fast if they're going to try to sack him. And uh, the big uglies up front, they're going to have to do what I have to do every day. They're going to have to move a lot of fat, <laughs> and I hope that. Um, you know, it comes down to who's got the most talent. I think we do. <clears throat> and since your teacher called, I want to ask y'all, do you know what GPA stands for in Tuscaloosa? <laughs> what does GPA stand for in Tuscaloosa, Carl? Got to play anyway. <laughs> I hear you, my man. Well, Carl, thank you for checking in. And uh, yeah, again, congrats on that 38th anniversary. Thanks for doing everything y'all do. Y'all awesome. We appreciate it. Appreciate it, Carl. Appreciate it, Carl. Go dogs. Thank you very much. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Uh, the injury report, and certainly we've already kind of discussed it a little bit on who didn't play for the dogs last week in, in that uh, Brock Bowers was kind of a, sounds like a game time decision. You had uh, uh, Tate Ratledge was also dressed, but he didn't play. And then there's uh, Lad McConkey and uh, Rara Thomas. And, you know, Kirby, we'll know tomorrow when the when the game starts how Georgia looks as far as that goes. Another player to keep an eye on for Alabama is their running back, Jace McClellan. He may be out, and that yeah. would be a big blow for them too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of, I don't want to say limited at running back, but if you look at the games that, Alabama's played and won. He's gotten majority of the carries and been healthy at those times. 
and is, a, is definitely a, a serviceable running back. I made a little note here, and Carl brought it up. The protection for for Carson, you know, Georgia's protection on the line right now is allowing fewer than four tackles for loss and one sack on average per game. You know, if those things play out and we can continue to continue to maintain our line of scrimmage and big guy, big boys on big boys in the trenches is where the game's won. And uh, I think Georgia's going to have to have a really execute and have a really strong game at protecting Carson and, and open up some holes for the running backs to get through. Well, Georgia's offensive line has been outstanding. Glad to get uh, Marius Mims back. That has certainly been huge. And, uh, and there's a reason why these guys are always up for the Joe Moore Award and probably should have already won it a couple of times. And, and maybe this will be the year. Not that they probably care about that, but still, that's how offensive linemen are. Let's jump back to the phones. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. We got our man Caleb back from Gillsville. And uh, Caleb, great to have you back again. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll stay connected through this call. Thanks, Caleb. Yeah, man. No worries. Don't know what happened, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So earlier, I was, what I was going what I was going to say is, you know, um, the dogs have really, you know, showed up and played good on on the big games we've had this year, which is great. And, and it seems like on the ones that, you know, are kind of like a gimme, you know, we really don't we really don't show up. So, you know, tomorrow I'm not really worried, man. You know, um, we beat Bama a couple times now. You know, yeah, it's a big game, but I really feel like we can handle them. I really feel like we got the edge this year. So I'm not too worried. Um, just want to get your guys' thoughts about that. And uh, the, the last thing is this whole uh, top four teams. You really can't tell me if for some crazy reason Georgia ends up losing this game that Georgia's not one of the best four teams in the country. You know, back-to-back national champions, 29 straight wins, you know, un- unless Alabama just pulls something out of their hat and, and whoops us, I, I really don't feel like there's no way they could keep us out of the top four because at the end of the day, Georgia is one of the best four teams in the country, hands down. Um, guys, I appreciate y'all taking my call. If y'all just want to debate on that, I, uh, I appreciate it. And uh, I'll talk to y'all uh, hopefully next uh, next Friday or Friday after next. Next show, yes, absolutely. Thank you, Caleb. We appreciate that. And um, let's hit that topic when we come back, Dax, because we right. do need to take a, a break. And uh, it certainly has been debated quite a lot this week about uh, – if uh, certain teams lose, are they still one of the top four teams? And Caleb brings up a good topic. We'll hit that on the other side. 800-849-1061 on the University Tire and Automotive fan line. Along with Dax, I'm Dave, and this is University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. How does the opposition stack up tomorrow? Let's find out with the opponent outlook brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. All right, we will hear from uh, Coach Saban in just a few minutes. Dave and Dax along with you. It's University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. And we were uh, chatting with Caleb on the other side and he was uh, bringing up some of the stuff, the scenarios tomorrow, and, and the thing about Georgia being one of the best four teams, I totally agree. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. 
does the committee though do they if and I see I even hate talking about this stuff, but you know I know it gets brought up there well, too. Win or lose though, I still think George is one of the top four teams. But does the committee look at it that way? And is there also? I mean, I hate to say this. There shouldn't be, but is there some Georgia fatigue on the committee well, too? They're, some they're, SEC fatigue. There's ne- they, ha- they haven't had any fatigue for Alabama. <laughs> That's you a know. good point. So uh, <laughs> yes, you know, do us a, a, a you know a solid and you know I I don't like talking about it either. But whoever wins tonight is getting in because they won't. They don't want it to be. So you think Alabama would get in if Texas no, won? If Texas won and Alabama beat us. No. Yeah. I still. I don't. I don't. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's just there's so many scenarios out there right now. Yeah. Um, but you do know, hey, if Georgia wins, they're in. If Oregon or whoever wins Oregon and what, they're in. Uh, Michigan, if they win, they're in. But then if there's some chaos and it kind of throws some things around. I mean, you know, Alabama's ranked eighth right now. Yep. Okay. You're going to, who are they going to jump? Um, they're going to, well, it just depends on, it just depends on the chaos. That's the thing. If Texas loses, they would jump them. If, uh, we'll see, Ohio State's not playing, so they would jump them. What if Florida State loses to Louisville? Yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, there is that chance, but it's one of those things where you just, I guess you got to let the dust settle. You just don't know. And then it depends on like, like uh, what we're saying is how does the, the committee perceive teams this weekend that don't win and don't win their conference championship game. Yeah. Are, is, are you a conference champion? Which, if Georgia didn't win, Alabama would be. And then, do you does, does that uh, matter as far as how far up you jump? Because you're right. Being number eight and jumping up to four, is a that's a pretty big leap. Pretty big leap. Yeah. yeah. But there's still that but, chance that that could happen. Right. And I almost feel like the committee's Setting it up that way. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. The thing is, just win and take care of business. Just take care of business <laughs> and everything else will take care of itself. Now, the guy on the other side of the field, Darth Saban, whatever you want to call him, um, does he still does he still ring the 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 scare button, the scare meter as much as he used to? I mean, it's certainly the fact he's always going to be around. Bama recruits great. It's not like they they don't have any bad recruiting classes, but you know, I always say as far as all-time coaches, it's it's Nick Saban. And yeah. as far as the coach now, it's Kirby. Right. Uh I got a good question for you. See if you can answer this. Where was Nick Saban coaching when he was 48 years old? Well, let me do a little math here. So he's 70 now. Mm-hmm. I was told there would be no math, Dax. Let's see here. So 22 years ago, in 2001, was he LSU's coach in 2001? No. Was he coaching Michigan State Yes. in 2001? Yes. Well, oh, how the turntables. Yeah. <laughs> With what they've been going through, I tell you what. And then he, he was also the coach of the Dolphins. Yeah, that was between LSU and Alabama. Yeah, but it is interesting that uh, he was uh, at Michigan State. So six natties for Bama and one at LSU, I believe. Right. So Uh, Nick Saban's an icon. I mean, um, 
You know, I think he's kind of reined it in a little bit with his, you know, on-field antics and throwing headphones and yelling and screaming at the top of his lungs and getting in players' faces and, you know, sometimes you, uh, at times in the past he's kind of he's kind of looked like a crybaby, you know, <laughs> on the on the, you know, oh, yeah. in certain situations, but. You know, you can't argue with his success. Um, Kirby's taken that, you know, that process, you know, and 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 brought what he felt like, you know, he could bring to Georgia and and uh, learn from the know, master. Learn, you, you, yeah, yeah, you learn from. You know, everybody There's has nothing a, wrong with that. No, and he brought it to Athens, and look what the dogs have done. For sure. All right, Dax, we'll uh, hear from Coach Saban. So let's do it right now. Him talking earlier in the week about uh, about everything tomorrow. Georgia's got a really, really good offensive team. And a quarterback obviously does a fantastic job of whether they're running the ball, carrying out fakes, play action passes, drop back passes. I mean, he is very efficient and effective in everything that he does. He's very accurate with the ball. He's smart. Throws at the right place. So he does a great job of implementation of exactly what they want to do. And they have a really, really good scheme. And obviously, Brock Bowers is, you know, is a really, really good player, uh, probably the best player at his position in the country. And, you know, I'm assuming that he will play in the game. I don't know any different than that. Uh, And he's a mismatch issue, uh, but he's also a good blocker and a really good competitor. So it's not only his pass-catching ability, uh, it's his ability to do all the things that really good football players do, uh, and he does them at all at a high level. Technique has gotten better, our communication has gotten better, Um, the continuity of playing together has gotten better, and um, I think the results that we're getting is, you know, showing that. But I also think this is probably the best front they're gonna go against all year. Uh, to this point, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that matchup sort of transpires. I just think that for any player, uh, probably most importantly a quarterback, because you have the ball every down to do something with, you know, whether it's to hand it to somebody, throw it to somebody, run it yourself, whatever. Um, it is what I mentioned earlier about having passion to play and not getting overly emotional where you don't make good decisions and choices, whether it's because you put pressure on yourself or you're trying to make plays or whatever. Everybody wants to make plays, but everybody's got to trust and believe in. If I do exactly what I'm supposed to do on this play, that's going to give the best opportunity for this play to be successful and for us to make plays within the system and the scheme. And for the most part, we've been doing a great job of that doing a great job of that so um but it kind of goes back to what i said earlier and that's not just the quarterback but we sort of when we got a little emotional in the game whether it led to penalties or poor choices and decisions in some cases um you know that's that's not really putting your passion into what you have to do on the field to execute all right there he is alabama head coach Nick Saban, and again, Alabama, they've won 16 in a row in Atlanta. So let's just 
quit talking about, not that we have mentioned it, Georgia's got the long winning streak, the 29 games. Hey, Bama's won 16 in a row in Atlanta, so that's a streak that could end just, tomorrow. just in any games yeah. they've played? Yeah, the last yeah. 16 they played in Atlanta, they've won. Yeah. They haven't lost in Atlanta since uh, since Urban Meyer in Florida beat them in the uh, SEC championship well, that was, game. That was one of Nick's uh, main things. He said, you know, Georgia's, you know, a border state. Georgia's mm-hmm. got great athletes. We're gonna we're gonna go and play as many games as we can in Atlanta. Yeah, that allows us to to you know amp up our recruiting in that in in, in that area. And they certainly have gotten some good players from Georgia. Nick's kind of like a broken record, you know. <laughs> I mean, he says the same thing. Not, and I don't think it's all coach speak. I just think that it's it's an honest assessment of of uh, where they are as a team and. You know what his feelings are about his, you know his kids and what they can do, and and um, you know you you, you kind of hear a lot of the same things out of Kirby. You know, just do your job and execute. Yeah, and uh, good things will happen. Keep the main thing the main thing, and both teams. It's not just Georgia. Both teams are very good at that. Hey, we've got a, like a full bank of phone calls holding hold. So we're gonna take a quick break, then we're gonna come back and jump to the phone. So thank you very much. Stay with us. We're here until 8 o'clock. Dave and Dax along with you on the uh, University Tired Automotive fan line. It's 800-849-1061. And we'll jump to the phones on the other side here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night presented by Bud Light. What are the highlights of this weekend's schedule, both in the SEC and around the country? Find out with a Weekend Roundup, brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. David Johnston, Dax Langley along with you. Dax, can we uh, can we money line Dax maybe in the next uh, 15 or 20 minutes sure. so we get to the phones? Because it is my favorite uh, segment, so I don't want to <laughs> cut it short. But I, I got to know, because, you know, after the show, I got to you know, gotta get in touch with my man and let him know what Dax is doing so I can right. jump in on the winnings. Well, <laughs> good luck. Some of us have uh, very friendly guys that help you out, too, don't yeah. they? Yeah. That was a, a nice little gift uh, last week. So right. Good stuff there. So, Dax, we will money line Dax in, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes. But let's jump to the phones and uh, talk to Daniel, calling us from Athens. Daniel, thanks for checking in on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. Hey, Daniel. Hey, guys. I uh, am very optimistic. I feel like we can win. I'm not sure that it will be by that much, but you know what? I don't care if it's by one. I don't care if it's 21-20. Exactly. But you know what, guys? I was actually planning on putting on my UGA uh, flannel PJs and my jersey and sitting in the recliner up until about, uh, I'd say, an hour and a half ago, and T-Mobile called me and said that I won two tickets to the SEC championship. Um, Sweet. After I stepped, st- stopped by yesterday to meet... Uh, the morning show guy uh, from your Georgia country and scan the barcode registered and I get a call tonight and I'm going, well, I'm excited to go. But then I realized, I said, I may not have anybody to go with, but you know what? I said to heck with it. You know what? After all the crap that I've been through in 2023, I'm going to go and enjoy this. Daniel, so you met Adam. Is that right? Yeah, I got to meet Adam yesterday. He, He met my 
chocolate Labrador Stetson uh, Stetson Bowers and my other dog. <laughs> and yes, Stetson Bowers. That's awesome. What's your other dog's next, name? Well, the other dog is Tally, but I'm getting a silver. I'm getting a silver gray lab in uh, February, and I'm going to name him Silver Britches. Awesome. Well, Daniel, I'm glad you won, man, and, and have fun. You know the good thing? If you're by yourself but you got two tickets, you got more room to spread out. I uh, know. Last year, which is funny, I sat in front of three obnoxious LSU fans, and he kept arguing with me that I kept hitting his feet, and he said, oh, don't worry, we're going to kick your butt on the field in not so many nice words. <laughs> but then about five minutes left in the game, he got up and put his jacket on and started leaving. And I said, oh, where's that butt kicking you promised me? Yeah, right. Um, I know. And so I'm kind of hoping that tomorrow um, my friends from Alabama will eat crow. Unfortunately, my best friend is an Alabama avid fan, and I've had to block him this week because I do not want to hear his trash talk. And don't take him to the game. Oh, no. Okay, He's all right. He's going to sit at home and watch it. Actually, <laughs> he has to work, so all right. if we win, I'll just rub it in. But anyhow, guys. I hope we win. Like I said, I don't care if it's twenty-one twenty. I just want to win. You got that right. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate, Appreciate it, Daniel. It. Yeah, it, it, it's no longer a beauty contest, Dax. Just win, win these games. Yeah. You don't have to worry about you know, uh, if, if Georgia wins by one point, like Daniel's saying. That's fine. Right. Dogs are going to be the number one seed and headed to New Orleans, presumably. Right. So, yeah, that's all you got to do at this point and not worry about anything else. All right, back to the phones. Hey, the University Tired Automotive Fan Line, 800-849-1061. Tim in Rutledge. Tim, thanks for joining us here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. Hey, Dax and David. How y'all doing? Good. We're doing great. It's very exciting to be uh, in this situation. Uh, chances are that... Uh, Georgia's going to have to win this game to get into the college football playoff. Uh, but one of the greatest things about getting into the college football playoff is that for one solid month after the teams are announced, you get your program gets talked about mm -hmm. every day, all day. Mm -hmm. And the amount of publicity you get for that one month is unbelievable uh the first georgia game i ever went to in person was the uh 1976 alabama game when georgia won 21 to nothing were you streaking uh, down millage <laughs> well no i was on the railroad track oh, okay for, for the first three quarters and there was a man that walked by in a plaid crimson suit uh before the game and he was pummeled unmercifully uh, with beer bottles. Uh, but uh, a friend of mine and I uh, talked a security guard into letting us into the game for the fourth quarter, which was basically just a, a pure celebration. Um, but And I'm sure y'all remember the 2002 game where Pat Dye said that Georgia was not man enough to beat Alabama. Yep. And uh, Georgia beat uh, Alabama 27-25 in Tuscaloosa. Yep. And the only time I've seen Georgia play Alabama in Tuscaloosa was when, uh, in person, uh, was when Stafford hit Mikey Henderson in the corner uh, to win the game in overtime. One and uh, done, baby. That was a great memory, yep. Um, 
But uh, the 2012 SEC championship, Tua coming in for Hurts and then Hurts coming in for Tua were three of the, uh, the toughest losses I've ever experienced mm-hmm. as, a, as a Georgia fan. But uh, I heard Coach Donnan say today that he felt James Brown good about tomorrow's game. <laughs> and I have a lot of faith in Coach Donnan, yep. so I'm feeling pretty good about the game. So go dogs and thank y'all for letting me call. Thank you, Tim. Always great to yeah, hear from you. Appreciate you, Tim. Always like a little trip down memory lane, too. That's always a lot of fun. 800-849-1061. We're going to take a break, and then we'll jump back to the phones on the other side. So, Tom, hang on for just a couple more minutes. We'll get back to you. When we return, along with Dax Langley, I'm David Johnson, and this is University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. What do the Bulldogs have to do to get the win tomorrow? Let's find out with the keys to the game. Brought to you by University Tire and Automotive in Athens and Danielsville. All right, University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night presented by Bud Light. I hope you've been to University Tire and Automotive, especially for a game like this weekend. And I know for a lot of us, it's not a long drive, but when you know your car's in good shape, when you know you've had it checked out, especially the tires, especially with the weather we're going to have this weekend. Certainly good to know that you've got University Tired Automotive taking care of you. And one of the cool things, too, about University Tired Automotive is, hey, you just go drop your car off. They'll take you home or back to the office or wherever, and they'll come back and get you later when your car has been serviced. And that is one of the things I love about University Tire and Automotive. All right, we're going to jump back to the phones. And check in with our man, the one and only T. Diddy, Tom N. Bogart. Tom, thanks for joining us on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday night. I can't wait to hear tonight's Diddy. How are you? I got I got a Diddy, but I also got two questions for you. All right. All right. Let me shoot with two questions, and I'll give you the Diddy. How's that sound? That sounds like a plan. Okay. Uh, you know... Nick Saban has always beat us with two quarterbacks. Who has he got in the backup area that we know nothing about? He could pull it out in the last minute if he had to. And secondly, that call when Alabama and Isaiah Todd, when they threw the pass, I think that was a bad call. He did not have complete control of that ball. He had two feet in the end zone, but not complete control of the ball. But they gave it to him. I just want to know what the stands rules on that in case we run into that in this game. All right, now you ready for the ditty? Hey, excuse me, boys. I got a little bronchitis. All right. Well, we appreciate uh, we- the effort. Yes, playing hurt. We'll put you on the injury report, but we uh, we do appreciate you playing hurt. Okay, here we go. Alabama, we're going to ride that tide all the way to with one stride. We're going to win. We're going to tear you up. We're going to put you down in, in Atlanta town. You're not going to the Natty. We're going to the Natty. Everyone that began the season had a doubt of Carson Beck. But what the heck? I never doubted the man. He stepped in the shoes and filled the slate. He's not the only one on the team, but he's going to make our dream come true. Thank you very much, and I'll listen to y'all answering my questions. 
And y'all have a great night and Merry Christmas to you. Hey, thank you very much, Tom. We appreciate it. Hope you get to feeling better. And thank you for calling. And Merry Christmas to you as well. We appreciate it. Uh, Dax, remember earlier in the year in the game, I believe it was against uh, it was uh, Alabama's... Was it the USF game? Yeah. Jalen Milrow didn't even play in that game. No. And they no. were having some quarterback issues, and Tom was asking who we thought it would be, and there's uh, the transfer from Notre Dame, uh, guess what, Tyler Buckner, and then also the coach's son, the UT Martin coach's son, Ty Simpson. Those were the guys that were, that were playing earlier, and now it's Milrow who is really – taking this on, if he were to not be able to play or say if he got hurt or something, it'd be one of those guys. But right. there's an obvious drop-off there. There's no question. Yeah, no question. I mean, once you get past that athleticism and ability to do what Jaylen, what Milrow can do, um, then it really sets you back a good bit. Um, but you never you never hope that someone gets hurt. No, not and, at all. Um, but, you know, you know who is... Who is, you know, that's who's the backup. Well, that's, that's who it is there for Alabama. Right. But it's certainly... Certainly different. Hey, by the way, if if uh, you know, Georgia has two very capable backups in Brock Vandegrift mm-hmm. uh, and Gunnar Stockton, but there would be a little bit of a drop off. Sure. So I mean, they're very good quarterbacks, but it's just they're not the starters, and that's just how it is in, in football. The other thing that Tom was asking was he asking about that last play, the the pa- the pass that, that Milrow threw for the game winner? Uh, was he saying he the Receiver didn't have control of it. Was that what it was? Well, I, I thought he did. I, you know, I don't think his. Uh, I, I think he pushed off. There's a little bit of a one, push. A little bit of a push. Yeah. Ball was all. You know, the ball was already in the air. Um, they're battling down there. You know, there was another receiver, probably ten yards inside the end. You know, yeah. in, in the end zone. Um, you know, it was just a bang bang one on one play. But you know. You know I'm not was? sure. I'm not sure. You know, he caught the ball. Yeah, but I, I don't. I don't necessarily believe that his body was in bounds. Yeah. Well, um, it was still a catastrophe for Auburn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they played. <laughs> they played their. They played their hearts out. Yeah. And you know that's one of those rivalry games. You know, I looked up the definition of rivalry um, <laughs> because I think. We certainly have a rivalry with Alabama now. Yeah, for sure. Um, that hasn't been there before. Yep. But competition for the same objective, for superiority in the same field. And I don't think there's a better example of a rivalry than than what we've seen with Alabama and Georgia over the course of the last seven years. Without a doubt, no doubt. And, and, and uh, the biggest one in college football right now. I know, they, oh, there's the Iron Bowl. There's all this other stuff. But for supremacy at the top of the hill – the number one rivalry is Georgia and Alabama. There's no question about that at the moment. Hey, let's squeeze in another call here. We'll check in with our man Moco Brad down in Morgan County, keeping it real in Madison. Brad, thanks for checking in. How are you tonight? Doing pretty good, guys. How are y'all doing? Awesome, awesome. Hey, yeah, I just wanted to. Uh, I just, I just got a quick question. Um, when Georgia wins. <laughs> Tomorrow, who do you think they will face uh, in the championship uh, for the for one of the four teams? All right, Brad. Thank you for the call, my man. We do appreciate that, and great to hear from you. It's it's kind of uh, it's kind of hard to say them. I mean, if the top four teams won, you've got Georgia number one. You've got uh, Michigan. 
number two. Washington is three, but I think either whoever wins that game that's coming up here in a few minutes, they're in. And if Florida State wins, I kind of feel like they that's who Georgia would play if all four yeah. teams won. I don't, I, I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm wrong on that one, but uh, that, I think that's how it would potentially play out. Sure. Or does Texas, if they won, they're certainly in the conversation too. Yeah, I mean, all this guessing and prognosticating kind of goes away next year. Yeah, because we're talking about the twelve teams about 12 instead teams. of four. So that's that. That's certainly gonna. It's kind of like when the BCS went away. Yep. Obviously, Michigan is going to beat Ohio. I mean, Iowa. Do you think Iowa will score? I I, I, I don't know. (laughs) They haven't haven't scored a lot. They don't score a lot anyway. Now they're actually playing a good team. Yeah, and they're getting 25 points. Yikes. You know. They could, yeah. Michigan's, I I think Michigan's in. I think the winner of tonight's in. I think Alabama has to beat Georgia to be in. Oh, yeah, no question. There's certainly going to be a lot of lobbying from coaches close to the action from the standpoint of we should be in and you know, we're still one of the best four teams, which happens every year. It's a big one. There's no doubt we'll about it. We'll just that. have to see. Moco Brad, thank you for the call, my man. We do appreciate it. Quick time out on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Here on University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light, Dave and Dax, along with you. Thanks so much for joining us. We will have a uh, bowl edition. Hopefully, it's a playoff edition uh, at the end of this month because I can say that right because yeah, today's December first. So at the end of December this month, we will have a uh, another show and hopefully two more shows after this one as uh, the dogs continue that quest. For a third straight national title. All right. America's new favorite game, Moneyline Dax. <laughs> and we don't care. That makes me laugh every <laughs> we time. We don't care about the point spread. <laughs> I just want Dax to tell me who's going to win straight <laughs> up. And Dax, a couple of these are easy and a couple of these aren't. But tonight, they're kicking off in nine minutes. Oregon and Washington. They're playing in Vegas at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. For the final Pac-12 championship, at least as we know it. Oregon and Washington. Dax, who wins this game? Straight up. Uh, I'm going with Washington. I like. You're going against the grain on this one. Yeah, I like. I, I think Washington can. Just win it. Uh, they don't even need the points, right? But you can take them. Yeah. But, yeah, so you like Washington to beat them again. Yeah. Well, that gets going here in just a few minutes. Certainly looking forward to that one. Moving on to tomorrow. Be, I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Uh, and the the touts agree with you with an over-under of about, I'm looking at 67. You might have a different number yeah. there. Uh, tomorrow, Big 12 championship. Oklahoma State. And Texas playing this game in the Jerry Dome, a new, uh, an early one. Now, Texas is a big favorite. Who wins this game? Dax Langley. Texas. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't think you really need to say anything. No, now, Oklahoma State's I'd been a little Oklahoma's, bit up and down this year, uh, but they do have three losses. They have, but they've come, they've, they've 
somehow eked out eked out a lot of games and, and they beat Oklahoma. And they've got, you know, um you know, they got a good thing going. You know um, what they would love to do? They've already beaten their arch rival Oklahoma. They'd love to beat Texas as well and kick both of those teams out to the SEC with losses to them. Right, they would love right. that. They would absolutely love it. All right. Tomorrow night in Charlotte, where the weather could be nasty, Florida State taking on Louisville, ACC championship. This in the the, the line here is two and a half, so very close. Who wins this game? Straight up, Dax. Um, I'm going to go with Louisville. Okay. I, I, I don't like the fact that. Will you, the Seminoles down, build their third string quarterback? Yeah, you, 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 you potentially down to your third string quarterback. Yeah. Uh, you know, Louisville is going to have to tackle. They're going to have to, you know, play, play disciplined football. Um, and they're going to have to play a, an, an excellent game. Uh, I think it'll be a very exciting game. Um, I think Louisville was it coach. What's what's the coach at Louisville? Jeff Brom. Yeah, Jeff Brom. Yeah. yeah, his his former where he played. Yeah, you know, he's coaching his alum. He's an alum. Like we were talking there. earlier. Yeah. Um. So, a lot of a lot of pride there for him, and uh, they've had an exceptional season. So I'm I'm gonna go with Louisville. Um, the Big Ten championship game, do we even need to even talk about that one? Michigan's a 23-point favorite. Not you, unless Dan, you already said they Dan, were going to win. You know, Dan Marino comes out of retirement. <laughs> no doubt. All right. And, and uh, finally, we've got the Dogs in Bama. Who wins this game? Straight up, Dax. I like Georgia. I like Georgia. Um, I do, too. I hate to say I like Alabama. Yeah, that would go too not, well on Bull on no, Friday night. Nobody might, might not listen anymore <laughs> know, right? um, or ask me to leave one. <laughs> Sir, you need to leave the building. No. <laughs> but, uh, no, you're right. Hey, but, again, it's not a homer pick when you can sit there and justify why you would pick yeah, Georgia. And I think know, we've been talking about that for the last two hours. It's not to say Bama can't win. They can. Sure. But Georgia has a lot of things going for them, and uh, I like the, the matchup tomorrow. I do, too. Yeah. So there, take that. All right, quick timeout. We'll be back to wrap it up here on University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. All right, where have these last two hours gone? University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Thanks to uh, Pete, who's been... Steering the ship tonight, the new Captain Kirk. All right, if Steven's Captain Kirk, Pete's uh, Captain Jean-Luc Picard, I guess. Does that make sense? (laughs) He was the next captain. Anyway, it's a compliment, though. It is. Of course, our Scotty Scott, the one and only Evan. And uh, thanks to Annika, who's been hanging out with us as well and learning all these tricks of the trade. Dax, I can't believe this has been show number 13 for you and me, and it's been a lot of fun this year, and uh, can't wait to see what December holds for the Bulldogs. That's right. I've I've enjoyed it. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. um, Well, we appreciate you being a part uh, of it. Let the dogs be dogs tomorrow. You got that right. Like the saying says, G-A-T-A. Yes, sir. We we need to G-A-T-A tomorrow. If you don't know what that means, you can look it up. All right, Dax. All right, good dogs. We'll see you in a few weeks. Thank you very much. Again, thanks, everybody. Thanks to you, the listener, as well, and we appreciate you. 
so, so much. All right, a big one tomorrow. The Dogs and Bama, 4 o'clock kickoff. Let's see if Kirby and the boys can bring it home. Thanks so much for joining us. For Dax, I'm Dave, and this is University Tired Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Go dogs! You've been listening to University Tire and Automotive's Bulldog Friday Night, presented by Bud Light. Join us here the Friday before every game to talk dogs. This has been a production of Cox Media Group Athens, Atlanta.